Hi everyone, and welcome to another part of uh, the video game realness cross Nintendo Love Fest E3 2015 coverage. I'm hosting this portion here. I'm Michael, joined by Delvin. Hello! Cameron. Hey! And Anthony. Hi. So, uh, we're doing the Sony conference now, um, and hopefully you've been listening to all of our other coverage in whatever order you've chosen, but the true order to go is, like, you know, <laughs> Microsoft, Sony, and then to be determined. To be determined! <laughs> yeah, we haven't recorded the other ones yet. But, uh, yeah, so we're gonna jump right in. So, um, yeah, Sony, uh, started off their conference, um... I guess kind of with, like, a pretty big thing to a lot of people, mainly because it hadn't been seen for so long, and there had been a rumor even just a couple of months ago saying it was canceled after it was removed from some website and probably some list serve and, like... GameStop.it. Um, yeah, GameStop.it removed, like, pre-orders yeah. for it and, like... I don't know, guys, I... GameStop IT is a very credible source. It's turning it, out. It has really apparently it has given yeah. us, you know, headway to very many games. So if it removes something, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know that's all a joke. But um, the Last Guardian was what was shown. Um, so yeah, this is the game made by Fumito Ueda, um, right? That's the guy. Please tell me that was the guy. I don't remember. I don't remember names of developers at all. I think it was Fumito Ueda. So he was the uh, the developer and the creator of Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Um, so this was a game scene, I believe. It was like in 2010. Like this was like wow. PS. This was going to be like a PS3 game when it was first shown. Oh, okay. Um, and then it has literally just been like nowhere since. Like so, I, no one has seen this game even before the PS4 was announced. So was this game? Was there a prequel to this game, or this was like no, a game that was supposed to just come out? A game that was supposed to that okay. was in development years ago. Um, it's taken so long. It's almost like it should be part of the Fabula Novalis Crystallis. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is the prequel to Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, probably. They've renamed The Last Guardian versus Thirteen. Um, <laughs> well, one thing I did, one thing I did find interesting was um, when it when the preview was shown, I had known nothing about the game and. I remember Cameron, you were mentioning, oh, I hope whatever game this is is The Last Guardian. And I was like, I have no idea what The Last Guardian is. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was something related to Eco. Yeah. I was like, is this Eco? Is this an Eco sequel? And then yeah. you had mentioned that it a was Seco made. Will? A Seco. <laughs> <laughs> but. Hashtag Seco. Oh. <laughs> so um, uh, once you had mentioned that it was from the developer who had done that, I was like, okay, well then, I guess I, my mind was on the right path. Yeah. So um, so they showed that, and the difference was, um, when it started, it actually looked very similar to what they'd shown the last time, where the kind of griffin, amphibian, bird, duck, dog. Chihuahua. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, came out. Uh, but then they actually showed what I think we can obviously assume was gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, they're kind of running around this very ancient, decrepit... Ruin of Ruin, sort. very high up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked very cool. Um, you know, the unlike most other games, you typically have some kind of HUD with, like, you know... Options showing, yeah, and this is just like a. Ju- it looks just like a playable cinematic. Yeah, it was just like experience. Nothing on the screen. Yeah. It was clean. So I mean, it looks really cool. Um, they've literally said nothing 
about. Yeah. It. Like, it's they showed it, um, but I couldn't tell you what it's about or, or where it takes place in. They've just shown something, but they led with this, which was pretty crazy because I certainly thought... Going into the conference, we all seemed to think that Sony was not going to be able to deliver anything, mm-hmm. and I thought if they wouldn't be able to deliver, they would end with this. Okay. Um, but they led. So, yeah, people went apeshit, and then they moved right into Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, no, there was no announce- There was no date for Last Guardian, was I there? Think just the 2016. Yeah. Just yeah. 2016. So, okay. I mean, More is this something people are excited about? Can you get excited yes. about something that's you know. I felt more emotion for that big weird dog thing than I have felt for games <laughs> that I've spent hundreds of hours on. Like they're gonna kill the dog though, and it's gonna be so sad. Yeah. I'm gonna die. You know, it's I, gonna go to doggy I, heaven with Robo Dog and uh, Call of Doggy. I had such a debate with my boyfriend last night as to what it actually was. <laughs> it looks like a cross between a cat and a and a rat to, to me. Because but then it, has, it had it had webbed feet. But then it had webbed feet, so then it was like bird, cat, rat. Well, it it's like a chihuahua. It looks a bit. Hyena-esque too. It had that. It was. It was like. Yeah. It was like multi-animal. I do not want to know how that thing got created. I don't want to know. Like maybe this was like some kind of post-apocalyptic bathhouse realness. Oh, oh, moving oh. <laughs> on. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. So okay, got it. So, um, but then they moved into as I write down bathhouse <laughs> real. <laughs> Okay, so then they moved into, um, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is from the developers of the Killzone uh, series, Guerrilla Games, which uh, this looked super cool. So it starts off with kind of, um, it's not, I wouldn't exactly say post-apocalyptic, but it's like post-post-post-apocalyptic. It's like the past. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, Humans look relatively primitive, but then you get introduced to the fact that there are these, like, machine-animal-type things that mm-hmm. exist. Um, beautiful game. Like, this so looks beautiful. so cool. It started, and uh, as soon as, like, this demo uh, for this started, all I could think was, oh my god, like, I can't believe this is from the Killzone devs, who, mm-hmm. in fairness, had started to introduce a little bit of color in Shadowfall. Right. But if I think back to Killzone 2, yeah. that game was, like, practically black and brown, like, <laughs> and then glowing, glowing orange eyes. That was it. Yeah. Um, so different. This looks really, really cool. Her hair looks so good. I don't... Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Female protagonist uh, leading off against this um, giant... Oh! Now I'm remembering. Yeah. This is the one that I called Lady Turok. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I, I have to, like, make different references <laughs> to games to remember them. Yeah. This one was amazing. Yeah. I was like, I need to play this, like, yeah. now. Yeah. Now, was this... Did they make reference to date exclusivity or? Um, this will be exclusive because Sony has some kind of thing where they like. I don't think they own Guerrilla Games, but like they own them, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, like it's like their uh, pimp. They, yeah, they got exactly. some dirt on them. Yeah, so um, so this will definitely be a PS4 exclusive. Okay, and, um, I believe. That in the conference they didn't say a release date, but then I saw a post show and I'm pretty sure they'd said um, for 2016. 2016, okay. So yeah, um, 
I would have loved if they showed this game and then said this was 2015, because I... Then I would say, okay, you've sold me on YPS4 this holiday. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't, um, yeah. So, yeah, what did everybody think of it? I, I, I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah. I was, you know... I Going into the Sony conference, I was very skeptical as to how things would play out. Um, I mean, by the end of it, I was I did have more questions than answers, and I'll get to that later. But this game had me very, very interested. Um, I liked the the combat of it all, yeah. and and you know how you could like hone in on certain parts of these machines and like take them down, and yeah. and the way she was like. Um, trying to capture the monsters and hooking them down to the yeah. ground to pull it down. It at that moment kind of reminded me of a Monster Hunter, but like a more not shit. <laughs> yeah, kind of it, just, it looked no, I totally agree. It didn't look like chunky, blocky, weird control. Yeah, it was like, just very fluid. Like yeah. she was like hooking this bitch and then hook it into the ground. And then she would strafe over and hook it again and then into the ground. And I was like Yes, girl. Yes. Go. Yeah. She, she was badass. She was very fierce. And I really liked that that they didn't make her like, you know, big boobs or any yes. kind of like I feel like that was a really good trend this year with development is women in games have kind of this year's E3 seemed to be less oddly proportioned mm-hmm. for the male gaze. And yeah, yet she's still sexy as all hell. Like her hair, her hair, or like the power that she actually like represents. It was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, very good. Yeah, you know, it, it it's very nice to see that we're not just looking at women in video games as big busty women who are like using their sex appeal to whatever. But you know what? It's okay when they do that, like Bayonetta, right? Yeah. It's fine, yeah. and you can still be fierce and everything, but, like, it's nice let's skin. not make it only yeah, exist exactly. down this corridor. Let's go down this corridor where, like, she's just a, you know, yeah. fierce woman. She's she, her, yeah. Anthony, what did you think? I thought it was really fun. They looked like... Um, the developers are always really great at getting, like amazing graphics and they got such good stuff out of Killzone on PS4 that you know sometimes you think like oh god they must be running that on a dev kit and it'll never look like that I think this will look just as good as we saw it it just looks like I I, I would like want it now yeah me too Um, this was definitely uh, one of the things where I was like oh need want you know um and then um, there was so moving along. Uh, there was a Hitman, uh, which was announced. Um, so it's just titled Hitman at this point. Yeah, um, it didn't like allude to. They like, showed a really cool trailer. I've never cared about the Hitman series in my life. Never. I'm a little interested now. Yeah, never. It seems episodic as well. Is it episodic? No, but the one thing that they announced in the Square Enix thing, which we'll go into more in that episode, is that there are. It's all about different uh, assassinations and how some things, like some missions, are like only available like for forty eight hours, and like you got to do that kill in that time. And if you don't, like that that hit's gone forever. Yeah. Like, so it's really cool, and it seems like it's a lot based on different locales, different experiences all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll be like a long term supported thing. But they didn't indicate any of that in the Sony conference. All they showed was a trailer um, and then they said that the beta will be first to PS4. Right. Um, So that was 
Hitman. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I've never played a Hitman game. I've never, I've never f- cared about one. I've but. never been into the Hitman series, personally. I mean, like I said, general games that involve guns and shooting and just killing don't have a super strong appeal to me, so I kind of turn away from them. I, I don't have anything against this one in particular. It looked interesting. Yeah. I don't think it's something that is like... It's not something that is going to gravitate me towards PS4, especially because it's it's going to be on Xbox. Well, one yeah. thing that so, some of the past Hitman games have really, really cool ways of killing people. They're exactly. not just like blowing people's heads off. Yeah. I remember the last one, like you poisoned someone's curry. Like you had to be there in the right place and know they were going to get this curry and follow them around to know that. And then you poisoned their curry and they died. So yeah, and so that was another thing that they showed in the Square Enix conference was that. Um, for every single so like I said there might be a hit that's only open for 48 hours or something like that Mm -hmm. but you can do that hit in like 15 different ways it's not just like setting you like you've got to figure out how you want to do the hit so it's not just like setting you up where all of a sudden it's like yeah get to the roof and use the the, the sniper it's like they showed the same hit yeah you get points and they showed the same hit um, where you could do, um, like, there was one where there was a sniper, and then there was another where you poison the guy's drink, and then, like, there was a whole bunch of different ways. So oh, I thought that was... That, that does was, actually sound more interesting now that, yeah. you, that you mentioned that. The trailers really don't do it justice, I found. Like, with the last one, they had those... He's going around killing nuns in sexy outfits, and it's like, okay, this, this just looks like yeah, like, violence. But when you get down to it, like, you get more points for never firing your gun in these games. So. Yeah, because like you're, you're much more uh, suave and, and unnoticeable. See, okay, now that I'm interested in the yeah. game, because, see, one of the things that I did like about Watch Dogs was that I I could do the missions exactly. without ever killing anybody. Yeah. And, like, I don't... I mean, I'm not like I'm some big pussy or anything, but, like, it's just nice to be able to just do things a little differently. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then uh, they moved along to Street Fighter V, um, which had been previously announced and had previously been announced that it's exclusive mm-hmm. to PS4. Um They didn't say much else. They didn't show any kind of new... No, well, they... No, they oh, well, okay... Cammy and Birdie that were announced were like aren't new characters, yeah. but they are new to this game. Like they're going through the roster and slowly announcing. Yeah, no, who exactly. So part of they're Fighter announcing Five. who the roster is, but it wasn't like a new character. It's not no. like Turkish oil wrestling man from a no. couple years ago. No, no. Um, Birdie, I think is from Street Fighter Three. What interested me about the, the preview that they have shown. Versus what they'd shown before them. Well, I guess they kind of did. But how bigger the spaces are in terms of where you fight and, like, the the power of some of the special moves that you can do are more epic. Um, before, you know, you kind of just fought on the, the basic Street Fighter 2D plane. This one, you you know, you're knocking people through walls and, and going to different parts of the stage. Kind of like uh, Dead or Alive, where you, like, start in one stage and you knock them into, like... Yeah. A train station, and the fight continues there. So it has that more street fighter feel mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. Um, so I'd like to see how that um, evolves more. I, I like that Birdie and Cammy are both British. So that's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not like a big street 
Fighter person. I bought Street Fighter 4 when it came out, and then I... So hard. Yeah, so like, hard. That, so there's the con- I, to me, when you'll look on the, the, like, instructions, and it'll show you how to do a combo, and it's like, like, right, 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 angle, angle, blah, 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 like, 16 yeah. parts to do this one move. I just always go, like, no. no. <laughs> but, sweep, sweep, sweep. That's yeah, but one thing I have to say is, however Sony managed to do it, um, their exclusive... The exclusivity that they got for PlayStation 4 is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, the, it would have been better if they announced it exclusive last night. Yeah. yeah. Because that would have that would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought they did. And it would, well, it it would've when been... it first was announced. Oh, okay. Um, that Street Fighter 5 was happening is when they announced it. Uh, that it was going to be exclusive. Well, to... PlayStation 4, and it's coming out on PC. I think part of the reason, though, that um, it's not um, coming to Xbox is because of Xbox Live and its limitations, and them not wanting to allow crossplay. But with PS4 and PC, there is going to be uh, crossplay. So I think that's one of the reasons. I think Capcom wanted to have, didn't want to have separate online communities. I yeah. think they really want to have, like, this is the Street Fighter community, and you can find out who is the best out of everyone. Right. Not who's the best on PlayStation, who's the best on PC, who's the best on Xbox. Yeah. I think that was part of their vision, so they just went with who was the top console, and Sony happened to be that. I think there obviously was some greasing of hands to make that happen. Absolutely. Um, but it, that's a big deal. I know maybe not everyone is into fighting games, but in terms of the esports scene, um, Street Fighter is like on the top of the list in terms of like fighting games yeah, that people yeah. play in the esports scene. I was surprised they didn't make a bigger deal of it because it's one of the biggest exclusives they have. And the only thing I can think about is the shit show with like Street Fighter Four for PS4. Like in the last week or so, they decided let's not talk too long about Street Fighter. We'll mention <laughs> it quickly and then we'll move on because with the, the PlayStation version of Four being broken. The, um, Oops. I yeah. didn't know that the PlayStation 4 version... Yeah, it had some, like, issues with, like, the online or something. <laughs> yeah, girl, you probably don't... I guess that's a good point. That might explain why they didn't want to linger too much too long at this on point. it. They want to wait until they can really... Yeah. You know. And I guess it's more Capcom's bag to yeah. decide what they want to do with it. Yeah, very good point. Um, did anyone else have anything they wanted to add on Street Fighter Five? No. Okay, so then the next thing that was shown, I think, was something that... <laughs> Especially on video game realness, we've talked about and never quite understood the hype around, but last night that changed for me, and that game is No Man's Sky. Well, I'm glad it's changed for you, but honest to God, I'm still kind of like... I've always loved this game. It looks so good. It looks okay. Elaborate, so, elaborate, so can, elaborate, you, can, yeah. can someone please elaborate and explain? It's like Star Trek the game. You just travel around and you procedurally generated world. You just explore and find fish. <laughs> it's See, like Animal Crossing in space. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I think this is going to be a similar, like, it's going to feel like an Animal Crossing kind of like. Okay. You, you play in short bursts, you play fairly frequently, you don't. Like, if you want to, you could get sucked in for hours, right? But that it's, it's you know, it's experiential and it's uh, shorter bursts, I think. So, so, 
from my understanding, so when the guy was explaining about how there's all these stars and all, all the stars are like their own galaxies, yep. um, and then you can go into all these different galaxies and explore them, um, and you, they're procedurally generated, generated so yeah. that means... Every time, like, he has not actually sat down and designed every single one of them. He has come up with some kind of, like, algorithm, whatever, where when you show up, it will just take, like, a dash of this. This It'll, it'll basically just, like, adjust generate. sliders and generate... A, a, when the game launches, like, all the planets will be there. They've just got to be found. Yeah. Okay. So, like there'll be a, a multiple multiple planets. You'll just go and find them, millions and millions and millions. Yeah. And when you find it, you get to name it. If you're the first person who's found it, you get to name it. And if you find animals on that planet, you get to name those animals and send the research back. Yeah. So wait, wait a minute. Is this an online? Yeah. Kind of yeah, like an yeah. MMO where like mm, not necessarily an MMO. No, but when I say MMO, I mean like. If you find a planet and you name it and you colonize it, blah 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 blah, and then I happen to find that same yeah, star, you'll see yeah. will it my say name and that I discovered it? Okay, yeah. you'll, you'll show that you know M Brown seven six zero five has yeah. this planet has yeah. colonized <laughs> this and called this like whatever. Yeah, and so last night, even in the the demo, when when the guy was playing it, um, when he landed on the planet, it said like. First discovered by, and the name, the clearly the like PSN ID for this console was just PlayStation E3 2015 because it said yeah, discovered yeah. by PlayStation E3 2015. Yeah. So yeah, it'll show you that. But then if someone else were to go, they would land on the planet and then see discovered by PlayStation E3 2015. And yeah. realistically, what could and what he said could happen is that he discovered that planet last night when the game comes out. The likelihood of someone actually going to that same planet is relatively not very likely. Okay. But that's, like, in terms of there's just so many, um, but that you could theoretically find the planet that he was on last night. So, okay. And we could go around together and, like, um, like take on other people in the game, too. Like, you're all in the same world at the same time. Yeah, and let's also not forget that... One of the aspects that they showed last night was the huge number of planets and the exploration on the planets. There are also space battles. Okay. Right? Which... Right, where you could, like... Pit, there's, like, stuff going on and... Yeah, you it's just kind like, of like EVE Online meets, like, you know, world exploration. It's like... Okay. And it also has kind of the Mass Effect 2 planet exploration, mine the resources, yeah. except instead of a finite number of planets with all of this stuff written about it, you're the one doing that for the first time. So this is a. So this is. So when I initially thought of this game, it was it was like a indie game, right? Mm-hmm. So it, this is like a very in depth. Yeah. Sony's made it this big thing. Yeah. Like so it, it was never this big thing. It was always like the scope has not changed, but Sony has like built the hype machine. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be dis- I wouldn't be surprised if we see like it's patched later for Morpheus. And Sony want to use this as a big Morpheus showcase because, like, this would be amazing with VR as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I think I understand the game a bit more now yeah. that yeah. I just wasn't grasping when I was watching it. Because, like, again, like, it was shown and people were just like, yeah! And I'm just like, yeah, last year, like, no. I don't I, get it. I was the same thing. Last year, <laughs> I I didn't get it. This year, I, I I get it. Okay. I'm with it. And colors, colors. Yes, that was yeah. what got me last year. I was like, oh my god, 
Yeah. Colors. Everything is just like a crazy color, and I think that's interesting. Oh, and you made the comment last night about how, oh, how are those sentinels on the planets? I think some kind of, you know, space governing body sent them out, so while people haven't inhabited them, they've sent robots out to whatever planets they could find. And And it's all part of the pre-generated... Yeah, exactly. What you call it. So, yeah, that was No Man's Sky, and then... um, We all got really high for the next game. And then we all tripped on acid, (laughs) and um, Media Molecule... It was so bad. (laughs) Media Molecule revealed Dreams, um, which is a dream generator slash creator type... Thing. And so Media Molecule, if you are unfamiliar, are the developers behind Tearaway and behind Little Big Planet. Um, oh, so, it makes more sense now. Oh, did you not? The, the art style, it makes sense. So, yeah, it, it's... Uh, I don't know exactly how to explain I'm not, I'm so, not lazy, but this just seemed like too much effort to me when I was watching <laughs> it. I was like, I yeah, can never do this. Yeah, okay, so from my understanding, uh, you would take this brush or something in the game and you just paint or draw whatever you could think of and then it would the game would kind of I guess make it into whatever so like they drew like a man in a chair and then it somehow became a man with like a hat and uh, he was playing a piano then or something and then a polar bear and then a polar bear and then somehow like it then flipped into another sequence of something else that was happening and then it flipped through a couple sequences and at the end you came back to where you started with the man at the piano but all the different sequences that you had went through a part of it was like on the piano also the man had a polar bear and the man had okay so I really was trying to understand this and this is this is this is my interpretation of what was going on oh I can't wait okay so you're you're supposed to like create a vision and someone else creates a vision and you're somehow at some point in the game which wasn't really explained you link them together so like so maybe a game you, well okay I think I think there will be a game because with every media molecule game they always basically they advertise it as you can build this you can do whatever you want kind of a thing but then there is a single player component where they will have made a whole sequence of dreams that will kind of not tie together but but will Kind of. You know what this reminded me of? You know, like in the nineties, like when you had your like Packard Bell computer. That sometimes you would get like one of those animation studios that yes. would be like Spider Man or something, and it just had a few images that you could just drag across the screen. It's just yes. that because, like, wouldn't you use all the images that are in the on the disc? Like, everyone's dreams are going to have the same sort of things, because they're, they're only going to put like, a hundred heads, fifty bodies, like, it's going it's to be the same. I, one, yeah. of the thi- one of the things that I grasp from this, and like a couple other have games that were shown, is that I just feel like there's like this higher level of gaming that I, I don't understand. <laughs> but you know who this is going to appeal higher to, though? Level. Yeah, pretty <laughs> hard. But you yeah. know who this is going to appeal to, though, is we talked about this earlier in the Microsoft episode, Minecraft kids. Yeah. Those kids, we... we They're very creative. Like, we don't understand the appeal of Minecraft, of spending that time just literally being like, here, do what you want. Yeah. 
to them, I think this is something that might be exciting. Yeah, no, I think... You know, if they're, sure. like, exploring drugs in their teenage years. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, let's be honest. I'm kidding, but yeah. Okay, no, sorry. Let's just be honest and just say that this game was created with drugs in mind. Like, the whole, like, oh, it's a dream and it's connected and, like, the two worlds combine. And, come I on, that, stuff. that is some total, like, hippie <laughs> bullshit. Like... Like, like smoking some ganja and, like, you just, like, tripped out into, like, something. La ganja estrada. Trust me. Okay. But. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> what I will say, though, is there Death definitely drop. is a stronger um, side to gaming of, of creation now mm-hmm. um, that wasn't there before except for, like, Mario Paint, mm-hmm. um, where you, you now are creating things a lot more. You have Minecraft... Um, there's that Microsoft games Project Spark. Project Spark. Is that still happening? I think it's Thanks already so. there. Yeah. Yeah. Bitter. 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 Thinking like bitter Yeah. But there's like just other games where there's a lot of creation. Um, there was the one that Ubisoft showed where you create your own city or something. And Anno. Super Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah Super Mario Maker. Like there's this which when did they add the super to that? P.S. Sunday. 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 Literally Sunday. Don't worry, you're not too far behind. It was just Sunday. Um, but. Maybe I'm just old and lazy, but I don't want to sit and create a game. No, I don't. Like Mario Maker, I'm interested in, but at the same time, a lot of the levels that they show are just like mean and cruel. I know. So I don't have a desire to play them, nor do I have a desire to sit down and make a level. To me, the thing is with any of these kind of things is, um, especially with Mario Maker, Mario levels always look nice and they look they, they look pretty. Mm-hmm. This just looks like someone pooped. Yeah. Like, and that's... But that is for our Nintendo discussion. Yeah. With dreams, I am with everyone, especially in terms of what is the... What is the price going to be for this game? Because if you're going to charge me $80 to relatively make, make my, my own, own game, game... Fuck no. Yeah. That's the other thing that pisses me off with some of these games. It's like, oh, well, you know... We haven't really thought of what we wanted to do, but hey, make the game and just pay us for the assets and no. DLC. So we'll, we'll no, see. No, that, that's, not, that's not what they're doing. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's. it just feels like, you know, yeah. we're just coming up with this, like, somewhat of an idea and here, just make 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 your game. I, and I don't will, like that. There will totally be people that will think this is the greatest thing ever. Of course. And, it's, and it, let me get this straight. It's really cool. It's cool that... You can do this. Yes. I will never do this. Um, so, yeah, moving along. Um, Firewatch was shown after that, and this looked so cool to me. Yeah, I know. Anthony is so excited as well. I thought this looked awesome. Super colorful. It's first-person kind of exploration game that involved, like, communication between radio towers. From... It's super creepy at the end as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm, that that gave me chills. That last shot where yeah. I like quickly pan over to the tower. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I know. So it was like you know you're going along, you're talking with this woman on your two way radio, and you got like this pleasant rapport, and then um, she says like, two "Oh, we just got your what? Sorry, two girls have gone missing. Yeah, and you're yeah. looking through the forest for them, and then um, like, oh, um, 
uh, I just got your calm from, from like, your, your communications tower. And then he's like, I'm not in my tower. And then it just, like, zooms over to the tower. And then it just, like, ends. And I think that this looks so cool. Um, yeah. This won't be a, like, full full price release. Uh, it'll be, like, a, a full game. But I think this will be, like, a 19 to $30 kind of thing. Maybe 15 um, 15 yeah. I think it's going to be, like, another... They didn't say it was episodic, but I think, like, life is strange. That it will be a... Um, maybe split into, like, a few episodes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it looked really cool, um, and, and this was one of the games that I got super excited about last night. Um, and luckily, anyone... luckily, it's not only for, well, you have a PlayStation, but it's also coming out to Windows, Mac, and all that stuff, so. Oh. It was actually originally planned for that, and then... Okay, because I was going to say, um, but it's console, it's console exclusive, exclusive to PS4. Yes, so... But it's coming to... Everything, like, basically everything, but Wii and uh, Xbox. Yeah. Okay. Fun. And PS Vita. Sorry, girl. <laughs> Don't but worry. But you can stream it to your Vita. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, does anyone have anything else they want to add? Firewatch? I don't remember the preview for this game. <laughs> okay, really yeah, though. We watched hours of We've watched hours of game content. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't remember all everything that oh, I saw. Unless, I it, unless it grabbed my attention, I, I kind of, I guess my brain filtered out. Well, and this was pretty short. They only showed up about a minute and a half. I do remember minutes. the communication two-way radio conversation, but I don't really remember anything. It's like else. pastel colors. It's pretty. Yeah, it kind of looked a little Team Fortress I'm 2 in its art style. That. Just so, wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, very cool. I Like, whenever more on this gets announced, you can bet I will be there day one. So... <laughs> Destiny. Um, that yeah. was next. Um, so it's a good thing James isn't here because he'd probably freak the fuck out over the fact that we're well, still talking about Destiny at E3 this year. I think it's a little bit ridiculous that I don't think we're still talking about it. I mean, I know it's a game that many people love and enjoy. Um, I, they didn't spend too much time on it, so it's fine. And admittedly, this is an expansion, so it's yeah. There were other okay. expansions. So, it yeah, looked but... really. It looked cool to me like this yeah, to me <laughs> didn't look like everything else i've seen from destiny yes it did to me and, it did yeah. oh. like destiny i played really the game cool and it looked just yeah yeah like side note like other than this and like cod blops where the fuck was activision this year they did oh like nothing God, yeah right. they weren't that's really they weren't very present they did cod they had destiny. they did, haven't even shown guitar hero live i think they're kind of worried to show that to people because they don't want people to get angry <laughs> I mean, they've announced it, but they haven't really gone beyond that. Yeah, exactly. Every Tuesday, they release a little bit more of the track list. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's Trackless Tuesday. Oh, okay. Anyway, oh, so... Hashtag Trackless Tuesday. No, we're not doing that one. Um, okay, so then, yeah, they showed the new Destiny expansion, which is called the Taken King. Um, if you like Destiny, this looks like it'll be fun. Like, I don't know. This, to me, I was kind of like, oh, if I could just play this little sliver, maybe I'd play it. But no. So. No. Um, and then new maps and modes and yada, yada, yada are oh, coming really? exclusively to PS... Or first, first to PS4. Or, yeah, first. Yeah, first, first to PS4. That was the I, most annoying thing through that whole goddamn conference where everything's... Get your bit of first for PlayStation. Get your first map content on PlayStation 4. Like, I don't think people who have a PlayStation 4 are excited that they're getting a first. They're like, why can't 
Bob down the street with his Xbox get one because Sony paid them more money. Nobody's excited. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's right. a very weird trend. Yeah, that we're especially especially for um, betas yeah. to be like the thing yeah. you talk about. Like, oh, get your beta access. Like, remember I'm, when beta access was like. Limited, like it was like. Well, not only that, you were kind of like, yeah. you're doing a beta. Yeah, like. Well, it's like, surely as well, that's against what the developer wants. The developer wants enough time to iron out any issues on both exactly. platforms. But, like, if you're doing your beta second on another console, like, you've got more chance of it going wrong on that console or yeah. it being less balanced. Yeah. Um, the. What was I going to say? Oh my god, I'm totally blanking. It had to do with Destiny and betas. Oh, no, it didn't. It had to do with <laughs> earlier in the conference, there was that really cute presenter whose name I can't remember. There was a lot like, of... It sounded like Kill, Killa something. I don't remember. Oh, I made a tweet about that. Yeah, I can't remember. Look <laughs> it up, look it and up. we'll get I, back no, to wait, that. No, wait, maybe I didn't tweet it because it was slightly racist. Well, look up... Never mind. <laughs> I did not tweet that. Well, overall, I've, I've there have been some, some very, very good-looking... Um, presenters and people working at various different companies. Like I mentioned, the one for Cuphead was just super yeah. cute. And Square Enix had some cute ones from Montreal, yeah. and Ubisoft had some cute ones yeah. too. The, the one with the neck tattoo. Oh, did you okay. actually think? I like him. Girl, you you're on your own on that yeah, one. Yeah, you would. The neck tattoo, like, even if he could have remotely been attracted, that neck tattoo just screams a porn, porn star. star. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, anyway, moving along, then we went into the Assassin's Creed Syndicate portion, which, um, I suppose the, I suppose, no, that wasn't even revealed there. No, they just showed a new trailer, they're, they're twins, um, you can, it exists. But they showed more gameplay footage. They did show more gameplay footage. They didn't in the Ubisoft one, which is odd. Yeah, good point. They showed a CGI trailer. There you go. This one is when they actually showed gameplay. gameplay. Yeah. Which I was like... I don't know. It's it's so weird how they do these conferences because it's like Ubisoft went first, and then Sony, and it is your conference. Why wouldn't you show gameplay at your own conference? But they did it to they gave it to PS4 because obviously Sony didn't have that many of their own games. I think the other thing too though is they know that the Sony conference. If you're going to watch one conference for E3, you're you're not going to watch Ubisoft as the one. I'm not saying it will be Sony, right? That's but it point. won't be Ubisoft. Okay, so and why Sony not? was also in movie theaters. So why not show? Something at yours and something at theirs. Like, okay, they showed the female yeah. character doing her thing. Why didn't they show footage in their own? I, I, I found so, that just so odd. Yeah, key point as well is that so you can play... There are twins in this. It's James and Evie. I really hope you can be Sylveon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that there's... And you were like, oh, does she have like seven forms? Yeah, and like, like Evie Lucian's <laughs> like... I would love if this game came to Wii U and they actually let her like wear like a blue outfit and then they called her like Vaporeon. Oh like never would, but holy shit, I'd die laughing. Um Yeah, I don't know. Anthony, you like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I love Assassin's Creed. Um, this one looks good. I'm just a bit like yeah, it's good that we've got a female lead character this year, but it's it's so janky that it's like the Wonder Twins because yeah. there's, there's no writing that's any different for the characters. It's just like, it's a man, it's a woman. It's it's so lazy of 
it's, it's good it's there but it's still quite lazy this feels much less like they want to tell a woman's story and they more just wanted to say face athlete. yeah it's yeah. a same face it's a start but you know what maybe next time we can have Evie as a real character rather than being somebody that her brother talks for like that well just Evie at all no, no, no boy just Evie exactly yeah um anything else I just remember I made a really snarky tweet about it being yet another white male protagonist and then suddenly oh wait no there's a female I was like oh shit I've already got like yeah but it's like (laughs) yeah I find that a a trend from this E3 was that there was a lot of diversity Mm -hmm. and and I feel some of those companies did it for the right reasons and some of them just did it to be like here agreed but if that's where you have to start then Then that's where you have to start right that's that's what I was going to say too like it's like whether it was for the right reasons or the wrong reasons it's good to see it happening exactly so um, then in um, kind of a little shift from there we were treated to the reveal of Cameron when I said treated in air quotes (laughs) then treated um, to the world of Final Fantasy um which is basically like a chibi style Final Fantasy worldwide mashup type thing that's coming to Vita and PS4, uh, or sorry, first to Vita and PS4 in 2016. But I think that that first is a qualifier to that it will be coming on mobile. I don't know if this will come on uh, Xbox. Um, yeah, when they mentioned the the world of Final Fantasy, um, the concept of the game seems similar to the mobile game that's out right now. Yeah, Record where, Keeper. Yeah, yeah, where it's like the different worlds of Final Fantasy. It seems like this is kind of a more fleshed out version of it. it well, they didn't make reference that you'll play it with other characters, but that at least you'll be... Well, you you can see them though. Like you could see, like Vivi was like in the game, and they they showed like a chibi cloud or whatever. Oh, okay. All I know is that then today in the Square conference, they did reveal slightly more information, which is that this is meant to be for people who find the universe of Final Fantasy intimidating as a place to start, because there has been so much over the years. Um, and that they are also keeping parents with children that want to introduce their children to Final Fantasy in mind. Oh! For babies, then. Yeah, well, that's why they went with the chibi art style. It's baby Final Fantasy, basically. Baby Fantasy. Nope, nope. Shut it down. It's not that. It's baby Final Fantasy. Baby Final Fantasy, coming Um, in 2016. So, okay, but the funniest thing was, is they said, oh, we've got some kind of, like, Final Fantasy reveal for you now. And there had been rumors swirling around before that Final Fantasy VII was going to have a remake revealed. So then... Like, the the thing started after they said Final Fantasy, and, like, for the first couple of seconds, people were like, oh, my God. And then the chibi characters walked out, and everyone was like, duh, fuck yeah. this shit. So, I mean, I think, I think this game will be fun, and the one thing that I'm hopeful for is that it won't be on PS4 and Vita, at least. It won't be too microtransact-y. I think when they have a mobile version of this, and they will... That'll be microtransaction oh, to death. To death. Well, it might but, be free to play, and that's why it will, yeah. be, it will be different versus the console version. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'll, I'll be hopeful for this, perhaps. Uh, but then, as I just mentioned, um, Final Fantasy VII getting remade. They showed this trailer. Looked fucking 
awesome. They showed no gameplay whatsoever. Yeah, I, I thought it was all CGI. Like, like that was a cutscene. That wasn't. But I think that'll game. be. I think that'll be in game. Like, because if you think about like what Square is doing, like they've always had great cutscenes. But I think like they're trying to push to make the cutscenes they're so well known for the games you actually play. Right. Um, but the thing that was so crazy to me about this is when you think of um, what's the city called. Mid- Midgard. Yeah, Midgard, yeah. So, like, when you first see that in the original Final Fantasy VII, it's a little blocky, it's looking kind of hard, looking kind of busted, busted, you know? Um, lotion up, like yeah. that sort of a thing. And, and then this one was, like, totally fleshed out. It the, was alive. The, the city yeah, was alive. Exactly. It looked Huge. It looked sprawling. The original one looked teeny tiny, like you kind of had no concept between like neighborhoods and distance mm-hmm. and whatnot. And this just like this is huge. Looked fucking crazy. Like if they actually deliver on that kind of a scale in the game, like I, yeah, I think they will, but they're not going to be delivering for years. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. The thing that was mentioned was. Uh, more info coming in 2016. More info, not a release date, yeah. not anything. It was just more info coming yeah. 2016. I know. I know. When in 2016? I know. E3 2016? December 2016? Like that was super, super vague. I just hope that they will. You know, I hope two things. There's a better English translation for this one than the original Final Fantasy VII, um, and. I don't know. I, I hope that it'll translate well into this remade experience. Um, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to wait three years for for the game. Like I, girl, you're lucky if you get it in three years. I know. Well, that's the thing is, I've kind of shifted from um, a few years ago. I would rather have been told that a game was coming and then get excited down the line. Mm-hmm. Now I would rather have don't tell I would, me. Don't tell me, and then give me a short window. Yeah. Give me like six months. Tell me end of this year, like you know, let me mark it down in a calendar. Like, don't make me buy next year's and then like put an X on a date. Yeah, like, you know that sort of thing. The worrying thing is though with Square Enix is the fact that it's not just how long it's going to take for this. Is that I worry that it's going to affect their other development cycles, like well, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Well, I think it already has because I mean, when we get to the Square Enix one. Later, they didn't even talk about Final Fantasy XV at all, Awkward. period. No trailer, no nothing. At so, least they showed Kingdom Hearts, though. Yeah, that it was great that they did, um, but I mean, I don't know, I'm sorry that not showing anything at all, but showing Final Fantasy there VII? Were, no, there were a couple of snippets of <laughs> Final Fantasy XV. There was like a couple frames. That's probably from the demo. Yeah, it's probably from episode. Disney. Oh, what? Like when they were showing the intro of like all their games? Yeah, when they had no, they no, had, like, it was like halfway through. The no, they had a montage in the middle uh, or something. Yeah, why? Who has a montage what in the does, middle? What does that even mean? Like if they showed a montage, they I just don't know. I'm the... sure there was like some kind of new frame, and then well, like you know there was like a jacket with some petals on it, and then been... like you know it confirmed that like blah blah blah. They like... showed way more Life is Strange than they did Final Fantasy 15. Is all I'm saying. Also, high five. That game is awesome. Yay! Um, yeah, I'm excited to play it. That was why I turned on my PS4, because I downloaded <laughs> it. So, it's there. Um, okay, 
So then, for the controversial announcement of the evening, Shenmue 3 was announced that it would be available to back on Kickstarter. Um, it has since already been funded, so Shenmue 3 will happen. Let me just do an update. How much money they've got? Yes, let's find out. Yeah, it took them all of less than 12 hours, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've backed it today as well. Yes. Um, they're now on $2.7 million. Okay, so they've reached their first stretch goal mm-hmm. on top of initially getting funded. Um, so... Delvin, you've got some feelings about this. Well, yeah, because here's my thing. We've we know we've seen uh, developers go their own in terms of um, trying to get games funded because they were not able to get the support from uh, developers or publishers in order to make the games that they want. So we've seen Inafume do this. We've seen Ukulele. We've now seen Bloodstain, um, be- and and that's because they weren't able to. Shenmue, um, just in the way that it was presented, um, you know, for Sony to have them come out on the stage and say, Shenmue, blah, 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 they obviously wanted the hype around it for their console um, and and to make a big deal about it um, in in that presentation, but then to, to not be like, oh, it's coming out and it's been development. No, 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 no. Go on Kickstarter and then fund it and, and, and whatever. I don't know. It just, it didn't leave a good taste in my mouth. It's it, like it, begging. It, it, <laughs> it also, it's, I don't want it to be a trend that, that we now see where Activision is now like saying, kickstart this game mm-hmm. you've paid for it so that we can have the game or so that you can if you want this game then pay for it or like Capcom saying oh you want a Mega Man game well now you have to kickstart it and then we'll make the game I don't want to see that become a trend I don't want to see that become a long term trend my thing with this though is the goal to have this created was only two million dollars which is another and reason why i'm like abs that's absolutely not enough money to make this game which is why i think sony brought them out to say okay we want to see that there are fans that want this game we will pay for a significant portion of the development but we like we want to ensure that like there's fan backing for this first can I offer a counter-argument to all this? Yeah. Because um, I think people are right to be upset about this, but I think people aren't upset about quite the right thing. you got to remember, Shenmue 2 had a budget of $70 million. So even if it's a fraction of that for Shenmue 3, and that's, that's before inflation, it's very likely that Sony is putting up far more than $2 million. And I don't think that this $2 million was for them to say, look, we need to see if people are interested. It's Sony. They have access to metrics all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, you can Google, and you'll be able to find whether or not people are interested in this. This was... It was a publicity stunt. They they literally broke Kickstarter with people getting so excited about this. It, 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 like, yeah, Kickstarter... No, uh, there have been other games that have been bigger or... Well, bigger... But this was the thing that brought that down and that created more talk. What I'm scared about is now people are going to use this as a marketing stunt in the future is that, yes, we know this game is going to get funded. 
we're going to put a pittance amount, like $2 million, nothing compared to what Shenmue probably is going to cost. Yeah, exactly. They're just doing it to get people hyped. And I think that isn't... As a person who works in marketing, I think that's fucking genius. As a person, I think that's pretty goddamn sketchy for abusing that system. That's what I mean. I, I'm like... I don't think it was embarrassing for... The, the developer of Shenmue. I think this was I, the best advertising that guy could have gotten. I it's like the biggest it, event of the year, and they bring him on stage to like say, "If this doesn't, what they missold it because they, they're telling us if this doesn't happen, if you don't back it today, it's not going to happen." And like Sony's already ponied up most of the cash, they just didn't tell us that, and that's the thing that's wrong with it. Like Cameron said, the fact that fans were sort of miscommunicated the true thing with it. Yeah, so like what is this two million dollars going towards? Like I just like, <laughs> it was literally the advertising budget to get on the E three. Like <laughs> that's I, what the two million is. I, I just I don't know. It just the whole thing just doesn't sit well with me. I don't like I don't like the way it was done. If it was that he actually needed this money to make the game, um he could have posted it just like all the other developers did and got their money in a in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. It, like it, if if it was Shenmue and it, the, the same people would have backed the game regardless if it was on E3 or not. But let's like let's make that like, clear. Yeah, this game would have been funded regardless of the E3 nonsense. But the fact that Sony made the effort to say, "Hey, dude of Shenmue, come on our stage and talk about it." We want. We want people to get excited about it for our console, but we're not going to like give you the money for it. Or they maybe did. they did give they the money. Did. It's so okay, but then, they, but they, then they why couldn't they just say? But, but why couldn't they just say Shenmue Three is coming out for PlayStation? They could have done that, and I think that they should have done that. But I think they were testing the waters to see if they could milk Kickstarter for more. Hype because it's happened. Like we well, saw with Yuka Lady. Why though? I just, that just because they're Sony and they're assholes. But, I, but to me though, I feel like it would have been more of a big deal for them to come out and say we have come out and and uh, and we're making Shenmue Three happen on our console as an exclusive. That to me would have meant more than saying. Oh, go on Kickstarter. Like, I don't know. It, it just created agency for people to go and do something rather than just put it in their calendar kind of I, thing. Yeah. Now I, people I, have an ownership in it. It's they, bad, but it... Yeah, I mean, they get, they get access to all of, like, the developer updates along the way and this and that. And but... it was super shady how they, like, scheduled it right after Final Fantasy VII revealed because people were losing their exactly. shit. Nostalgia kicks. Like, there was that guy <laughs> in the audience who was, like, standing <laughs> Who looked like he was gonna cry slash shit his pants simultaneously? It was perfectly engineered to get that game the most hype as possible. It was downright shady as fuck, but and they had the cameras in the crowd to catch those reactions. They They knew exactly what what they were doing. doing. Yeah, Yeah. and that okay. Maybe that guy was a plant. (laughs) (laughs) He was a plant. Maybe actually one of the maybe he was. But again, I don't want to see this become a trend. Never. Yeah. No. I do not want to see Activision come out next E3 or Capcom come out next E3 and drudge up some game from like <laughs> yeah, from like happen? from like it's 1995 it. and say, "Oh, you want this game? Well, here you go. It's on Kickstarter and dangle it over everyone's head." It's yeah. going and, to happen. But that's that, but they set really the precedent. Exactly. That's why I have. That's why I'm not okay with it. They Sony has now set the precedence for every developer to go and dig into their catalog and fish it onto Kickstarter. 
Because, oh, well, Sony did it, and I guess Sega's kind of now lumped into this, too. But now it's okay for them to just do that. I mean, at the end of the day, do we get the games that we we might have not got to play anyways? Yes, but I just... I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me. It uh-huh. And it shouldn't. It's... E3 2016, it's going to happen with Silent Hills. That's what I thought thought that was going to come next. I thought that they were going to do that. When I saw that, I was like, somebody is going to walk out and say that we're reviving Silent Hills. Uh, But we're going to put it on Kickstarter and you have to pay for it. That's a really... Okay, not that to put it on Kickstarter. I think that Sony would be really smart to, like, pay Konami to be like, we will buy this license from you. Anyone right now, like period, With you know? the, which is really funny because to skip off of Sony, but Konami really created their own hype engine by basically saying "fuck everything, take it all down." Yeah. Now people really want it again. Yeah, yeah. But agreed. like um, the pricing for the um, Kickstarter is really reasonable. Like the lowest level to get a copy of the game is twenty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. So that is that's pretty damn good. Yeah, because I mean, it'll certainly be more. I just. God, wish that I could have like a boxed version, but it's twenty nine dollars digital only for PS4. Yeah. There, it's there's like, also a PC version coming too. Yes, so it's like the new pre order bullshit. Yeah, well, it, retail exclusive. Yeah, it's now exclusive to Kickstarter. You know, at the end of the day, is it a good thing that people are getting to play Shenmue 3? I know people have been wanting to play this for a very long time. Is it a good thing that they're getting it? Yes. Was the execution of it good? Hell to the no. This could have been done a lot better. If Sony really wanted to make this a big deal for them, they should have just come out, ponied up and said, we paid X amount of dollars. Show them, just wag your big dick around and say, (laughs) this is what we paid. And we're going to get this game Mm -hmm. for PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like how Activision always talked about how much money they spent on Destiny. Exactly. So, like, why? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So, we're going to move along. Um, But, yes, Shenmue 3 will probably be a divisive topic for years to come. I Um, think so. I Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, so what happened next? They totally just, like, shifted gears into Arkham Knight. Um, which is the new Batman Batman game, which is coming out in like a week. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't even remember this part of it. It's because it was... they knew everyone was checking Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't even remember this. I think I was like, this is all <laughs> very planned. This so, whole yeah. thing, yeah. Now, we, yeah, now that we're they, talking about it, yeah. it's very, it's executed very well. They go on to the thing that people and whatever don't really want to talk. God. So God, then, what they announced? They hosed us. They hosed us. What they announced with Arkham Knight was that um, there are exclusive Scarecrow missions for PS4, which ties into the fact that in the original Batman Arkham Asylum game, there were also exclusive Scarecrow missions to PS3. Makes sense. Um, at least the first person, which was cool. Yeah, that was really interesting. And you don't play as Batman, so right? Yeah, you play as a cop. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that seemed really cool. Um, this game seems crazily dark um, compared to the other ones. Um, like dark in a theme sense? or like Yeah, dark, dark in like, a theme sense. Oh, I, thought I can't like, see. I thought you meant like Gears of War 4. I can't oh, see shit. No. <laughs> um, and then they kind of... Uh, this, as we mentioned in the Microsoft episode and earlier here, is they've kind of... Microsoft and Sony have kind of flip-flopped mm-hmm. places, and then Sony talked about PS View. That's V-U-E. Um, and so it's their a la carte TV service, which apparently has already been launched in some U.S. cities that mm-hmm. I've never fucking heard about. 
ever. Not that the cities I haven't heard about, but that I hadn't heard that this product existed. Well, yeah. it's not available to us here in Canada, yeah. so I think that might be a part of why we don't really pay attention to it. Yeah. And so, it will probably never come out exactly, in Canada. Exactly, it never will. So, Does um, it have, like, a British release date? No. No, 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 we only just got PS Now, so we won't get it either. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's an a la carte TV service where you can order the individual channels that you want, and there's a discount for PS Plus users. I find, what I will say, though, is that I find that very interesting, that they were able to get something like that, because the cable companies in the U.S. are not very different from the ones here in Canada, mm-hmm. where you can't just go to Rogers and be like, I only want global, CBC, this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have that option here. You don't have that option there in the U.S. either. I think the the key thing is is that a lot of shows that get made in the states, we have to remember that Sony's Pictures Television it's attached is to attached, a lot attached of to a lot of things. They make a lot of TV shows yeah. that are on a lot of different networks. Yeah, and they have those ties in that industry. Whereas in Canada, pockets. a lot of our content is from the American channels. Um, and yeah, it, it's so like the same ties don't exist. Like our connections with the channels here are to the American channels there. So there isn't the Sony direct tie. Um, and then we also have all of these crazy things where we constantly think we're going to just lose our Canadiana. Um, anyway, so um, Black Ops 3 was shown. Um, blops, blops, blops. That's Black Ops 3. Um, so yeah, the interesting thing about this though was that they have uh, totally switched places with Microsoft. The Activision deal that was in yes. place with Xbox 360, where map packs and, you know, all of this stuff, whatever happens, comes first to PS4. Yeah, and um, I, I, I think that just basically attributes down to um, that Activision, or any developer really, will just sell out to the highest bitter and who has the highest amount of consoles. Which well, that's is- funny because actually EA, or at least with Bioware games, uh, and I hate that they're doing this, but Xbox is actually getting all of that content first. It actually with the first DLC for so I guess that might Dragon be- Age, it came out like three or four months before it came out on PlayStation. Oh, and that might have something to do with EA Access too. That's probably Because that is probably, only yeah. on, yeah, Xbox So And maybe, one, so, maybe, yeah. tinfoil hat here for a moment, maybe that might have had something to do like the it kind of burned that bridge that maybe you know um, Microsoft got in bed with EA and that deal that kind of maybe soured with Activision they yeah. were like well fuck you we're gonna go and give Call of Duty to that and maybe also I, I think that's probably part of it that and they've seen sales on PS4 like yes. they know that's where it's gonna go and they know that they can interestingly make. enough though um, if you pay attention to sales numbers as of recently yeah Xbox, Xbox is higher sales in the U.S. Yeah. The only reason why it's PlayStation is still higher is because of Japan. Yeah. And the U.K. Uh, is very heavy uh, PlayStation. Yeah. But in the U.S., Microsoft is winning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Blops 3. I mean, they also showed the game. They showed the multiplayer. Cameron, you'd expressed interest in the, the multiplayer. The multiplayer looks so good. It looks very, like... Yeah. Jumping on walls and shooting sideways. There was and- one shot where she was like, the woman had, I don't know, a submachine gun out. She starts parkouring up on a wall, switches it out to her sniper rifle, quick scopes, headshots, and then takes out a crossbow and shoots somebody else. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do that, but that was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
We've probably won't have to watch on Twitch. Just watch the good yes. matches. Yes. Yeah. So, because Anthony, do you have any interest in the game? No, I like I like the fact that more. I know it seems quite similar, but I like how more people are just using that double jump and like wall running from Titanfall because I love Titanfall. So, and guess I, where that originally came from? Mirrors Edge. <laughs> like I, yeah. Anyway, um, anything else people want to add on that one? No, no. So from one three to another, Disney Infinity 3.0 was shown, which was kind of an interesting move in Woo! Sony conference. Yeah, I found it very interesting that they even showed this, um, because for me, mm-hmm. personally, yeah. um, you know, I was going through the conference and um, I was still looking for those those exclusives and I was still looking for dates. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, what was coming out this holiday that was, like, the must-have to buy for Sony. Yeah. So as we had progressed up to this point, the only thing that was really announced uh, that was, like, the must-have for Sony and not really was, I guess, Destiny and No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, But everything else is 2016. So when they came to this point, they were, like, showing Disney Infinity 3.0 and I knew they were winding down to the end. I was like, um... Yeah. I mean, the the thing for me with this is, so what they, just to give a quick overview with it, so they announced that there are um, exclusive figures. There's not, it's not an exclusive play set, but it is. It is, it is, isn't it, for a month? Oh, okay. The play sets. But no, no, but this is really clever marketing because this is going to come out as everyone's gearing up to The Force Awakens yeah. and the playset that's linked to those characters is exclusive in the month before the film comes out so if uh, you want to play that playset with Princess Leia and um, Luke Skywalker you've got to get it on PS4 for that month yeah and they because they were really hyping it up where it's exclusive on PS4 over holiday so like in January like January 2nd it's probably there um but well, yeah they, they so, would have passed that uh that timeline those are the Black Friday yeah exactly and then which is when all the sales happen and then one of the figures that's exclusive on PS4 is Boba Fett figure and that is also exclusive only over the holiday right yeah they did that the same last year with Hulk Hulk was exclusive when it first came out for PS4 but then it was oh okay cool so yeah they they um, did that which I don't quite necessarily know how the figure is exclusive because like the the base for every Disney Infinity game is the same Mm -hmm. is it just that it won't work in the game you can only get it if you buy the collector's edition from Sony for Ah. that or from Amazon for that month that is only packed in and then after that in like November that they'll start shipping that figure to stores okay gotcha so um I thought it was kind of a smart thing to do because um to introduce this because uh, it's Star Wars related. If you think about it, a lot of Star Wars fans are predominantly men in their 30s to 40s, late 40s. Um, like, no, if, if you're it's really... True. No, thinking, I know. Right? And um, so this is totally the tie-in where, like, they're sitting and watching this conference and they're like, fuck, yes, I can play this with my kids. Yeah. So. It's for dad. Yeah. Anyone else with anything on Disney Infinity? I just hope the game's fucking better than Disney Infinity 2.0. That game was not... Like, the playsets? <laughs> no thank you. They've got some good development houses doing the games for um, Disney Infinity 2. Like, all the vehicle combat is made by the people who made Sonic and All-Stars Racing. Cool. So, like, that should be good. 
Um, they've got Team Ninja doing some stuff. They've got like some big names. The people who made um, um, what's that one set in Hong Kong? That action oh, game. Uh, not Watch Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, oh, Sleeping yeah, they Dogs. Have they, United, they're doing one of them. United Front Games. Yeah, is what they have there. Yeah. United Front. So, um, and then they moved along from one Star Wars to another, which is Star Wars Battlefront, um, which looks fucking awesome. Like, oh. I did not want to get excited about this game oh. because this was the one that kicked the price up to $80 a game. Is this the space shooting one? Space shooting and ground shooting. And it's just, it's like shooting. everything. Okay. And like, it's like, no, because oh. there, there was two Star Wars games that were talked about at E3. There was the MMO one, and then there was... Oh, I, yeah. I, the naming, I get confused in terms gotcha. of like, which one's the MMO, and like which one's the space one. Gotcha, yeah. This one, like, it just looks so... Like, I, the graphics in this are insane. It literally looks like the movies, but you play them. Like, I... The moment of when they went and when they announced it and like how the graphics and everything was cool, it reminded me of when uh, Rogue Squadron came out for GameCube. And at that, that time, oh, that looked amazing. That yeah. game looked like mm-hmm. amazing, and it was one of the big sellers for GameCube at the time. So it, it was kind of like that mm-hmm. reminded me of that in my head. Yeah, um, and the one thing that they did note in the Sony conference here is that it has split screen co-op. Okay, so, and when does this one come out? November 17th. So oh, okay. So, yeah, we got two space games. We got that and Star Fox. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone else on Battlefront? What I do am, people think? I, I, I think it looks so good. Wildly excited. The, the thing that really got it for me was the way the walkers move and how, like, whenever they were turning, it felt like it actually had weight to it rather than it being, like, a stilted animation. It actually felt like you were in the movie and that thing was, like... It's like... Uh, <laughs> And there was a really orchestrated like demo, so they showed lots of different ways you could play that game. So they showed people yeah. in vehicles, people like just running around. They showed that you could play as Luke Skywalker or Darth yeah. Vader. So if it works, how other Battlefront games? I haven't played the Star Wars one before, but you start out as like one of the sort of grunts, and then as you rack up points, you could then get into a vehicle, or if you rack up more points, you could be in one of the planes, or you could be a hero. So you could be Luke Skywalker, you could be Darth Vader, kind of thing. It just looked like so fucking cool. Yeah. Like it it was Is this a uh It's not an exclusive. So it's coming to PC and Xbox? And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 three viable Oof. Uh, Yeah. Oh uh, rough. Yeah. So uh yeah, there was that. And then to close out the show in truly um, spectacular fashion. Um, that was in air quotes. Um, was Uncharted 4. This demo had me howling, laughing, like literally laughing out loud. Because in my mind, okay, normally when they have the demo played live, they have the person come out on stage and you see them playing it. So in my mind, this was a video of someone playing it earlier that they were playing. Not like someone actually standing there in the stadium and playing it. So, yeah, that's what I was like, oh, why? So... As, as you know, if you watched it, the demo took, like, a big gap to start, then started, 
and then got to a certain part and then just froze and then it just restarted right back point, all over again. We learned that Nathan Drake has terrible posture. Yes. Oh my God. Girl. Slouchy. Uh, slouchy. He's just kind of like no standing ass. like this. No ass whatsoever. Well, Although, his ass later on looked better, so it was weird. Yeah, it looked like it got bigger or really something. Really weird. Can you imagine like them all going crazy backstage going, oh my God, like try yeah. to the controller quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're literally like someone was like fired. Yeah, like that was super embarrassing. I thought I, that was super. Hilarious. You know what though? After for me, that whole conference was really good, and then they got to that point. That kind of made it like, like I believed it, kind of thing. Like, it, it's like, well, this is why we delayed it. <laughs> no, exactly. I wasn't like, ready. Oh yeah, like if you're wondering why we delayed it, like hardy har. <laughs> Still not ready yet. <laughs> Controllers don't connect to the game every now and again. We need a patch for that. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, what I what I meant though was that it was look, we are actually showing live footage kind of thing. Yeah. Though I wouldn't put it past them to have staged that too. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean oh. um, Look at everything else that's happened in the Everything conference. was planned so, perfectly, so, so maybe that was too. The one thing that this demo showed that hasn't really been shown in other um, uh, Uncharted games was driving and the one key thing that you, you weren't necessarily told while watching that demo but that I discovered after is that that is not, you were not just driving along one path you can drive that car wherever the fuck you want so however you get time. down however you get down like you can go any way you want just um, don't get caught yeah right And but I thought that that was interesting because in other Uncharted games they've had it but it's normally like okay go on this path and I just fucking hope that it controls better than that horrible jet ski in Uncharted 1. Mm-hmm. That was the worst part of that game. Is that like um, Mako yeah. levels are terrible? No, the Mako was kind of fun. <laughs> kind of fun. You, you love the Mako. I, I can't wait to play Mass Effect so I can see this Mako. Andromeda. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, so anyone have anything they want to add on Uncharted 4? Um, just the usual. Oh, sorry. The guy had Delvin. No, I was just gonna say that I I think maybe maybe it might have been delayed on purpose because of Tomb Raider. That's a good idea. That's good yeah. theory. Because it would have been competing with Tomb Raider. Yeah, but it's not Tomb Raider on PS4. No, I know, but still. Okay. Yeah. So people, my- people just you know okay there might be people who have both systems and then there might be people who have no systems and then if they have to make a choice they just don't want to be in that situation where people have to make a choice so just move it Hmm? my big thing with the Uncharted which is always like I find a bit strange is just and you saw it in this trailer as well just the amount of people that got mowed down in the street oh yeah like (laughs) like a a crazy serial killer like yeah just just mow down whoever you want whatever no no MBD no I do totally agree it's getting a little weird and uncharted now where it's just like yeah Sony's celebrated serial killer yeah so um yeah so we'll leave it there uh so that's our sony episode um stay tuned and be sure to listen to all of the other uh video game realness nintendo love fest the vgr cross nl coverage (laughs) um one thing i did want to say like you know after it was all said and done like i was left with more questions than like having things being answered like does anybody know what's coming on this holiday for Sony? Like, that's like... Oh, Man's Sky, that's it. Like, uh, what is the big what is the big holiday title? Like, I can at least tell you what Nintendo's big holiday title is, even though it's like, 
whatever, and I could tell you what Microsoft's big holiday titles are. I don't know what Sony's big holiday titles are. No Man's Sky? What? Okay, what else do they talk about? Yeah, I think the thing that Sony wants to capitalize on is the fact that a lot of people already own a PS4, and they're hoping that they don't already own an Xbox One, and they're hoping that their friends also own a PS4. So all of these titles that are multi-platform that we're kind of discrediting as, like, oh, well, what does Sony have? I agree. Yeah, they, Sony doesn't have them specifically, but true. if everyone else you know is only playing it on a PS4, then, yeah, Sony does have them. But, like, people yeah. can trade their consoles in, like, like they showed more that's holiday 2017 than holiday 2015. Like Shenmue has a delivery date of December 2017. If you're lucky. Like, yeah, let's be real. That's going to be the same for Final Fantasy Remake as well. So like there's so much stuff that's end of 2016, 2017. Like there's nothing really that's coming out this year. I know. It's it's just so But that's so away. odd. Like, that's what I mean. Like I, it, it's just... It's peculiar to me that there's just n- not like nothing. <laughs> like I think developers have kind of learned over the last couple of years that they shouldn't show things so early in development. They should show it only when they've got a better like up, only if they're desperate show it earlier, but yeah. like only when they've got a better grasp because the development process takes so much longer now and mm. it costs so much more money that I think people are getting a little like, oh, stop delaying it. Is like, yeah. now only show it when you like got. And I think they've kind of learned that maybe with like Uncharted or yeah. like, yeah, with Fallout, Fallout. To be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been working on this for years. Yeah, you've been talking about it for years. But instead of like showing you like a new snippet every three, uh, every year for three years, yeah. here's everything at once, comes out in November. November 10th. Bye. Yeah. That's <laughs> what Rockstar do as well. They do True. the exact same thing. They did that too, yeah. So, I mean, I think I just think that Sony, I feel, is kind of in a position where they feel they don't have to try, but Microsoft knows that they were in a position of having to fight, and I think because of that, I kind of, I think it's better for, you know, gamers in general that, you know, you have the company who's fighting to try and win you, because then you get more games, you get more out of them, so, like, you're getting more out of Microsoft... Sony is just... Xbox One games are also cheaper. I find them frequently on sale. Yeah. Frequently. So, I think it's good for gamers, you know. And, and, you know, Nintendo, you're going to see them, you know, probably 2016 and when at their new console in a position of, like, trying to win you over. And I just don't want to see Sony get in a position of, ah, we're good. Yeah. So, because then it's, but you know, it just it kind of goes in a, it goes in cycles. Everyone yeah, has everyone, everyone has, has their turn on top, and then they kind of fall down, and they gotta climb back to the top. So Sony's Sony's here at the top now, and their history just, repeats itself. Yeah, it yeah, does absolutely. So anyway, that's my two cents. Anyone else on some things they want to add for the conference? Nope. I, I thought it was fun. Played on nostalgia. Got nothing right now though. Yeah, agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, we were looking at uh, a random GIF. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden, as we were wrapping up the episode, Delvin switched tabs, and one of our friends in our Facebook chat sent a GIF of Chris some Pratt. like. Oh, that was Chris Pratt. That's Chris okay. Pratt. Chris Pratt, like Chris Pratt running naked, and it's 
blurred and anyway. So that was our little giggle fest there. So uh, <laughs> with that, we'll end the Sony conference uh, show. So please stay tuned. We've got so much more coverage coming at you from Nintendo Love Fest and video game realness. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, they're in both feeds. Listen, listen, listen. E3 2015. Woot, woot, woot. Bye. Bye.